Welcome to Podcast Guesting for Profit, where we bring you the secrets behind what it actually takes to be successful as a podcast guest without being sleazy or salesy. I'm your host, Christine McAllister. And I'm your co-host, Nicole Janton. Together, we're sharing the tips and strategies that we and our clients have used to generate seven figures from podcast guesting so that you can tap into the true power of podcast interviews. Whether you're an entrepreneur who wants to grow your business, a podcaster who wants to grow your own show, or both, you're in the right place. Welcome to Podcast Guesting for Profit. Welcome, my friends. I am so excited to bring you a special interview with my friend and mastermind colleague, Ryan Luke. Welcome, Ryan. Hey, thanks for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do and what your seven-figure business is? Yeah, so I invest in property over in the UK, and we have a variation of strategies. Not only do I make money from property that I own, but I also rent other people's properties from them and make money out of renting other people's properties by um, hosting guests, Airbnb type strategy that most people know it by. And then, you know, we have various other things like house of multiple occupancies and, and just single tenants and all that good stuff. We don't really have the multifamily let structure over here that you guys have in the States. I wish we did because my investment model works really well and it would multiply if I was able to get hold of that type of stock, but it just doesn't really work over here. Yeah. So, and then obviously I've got my coaching business as well, which I, I coach entrepreneurs who want to get into property and teach them how to do it quickly without necessarily having to have huge amounts of cash to put down big deposits, pay all the taxes um, by using just a simple rental strategy from landlords that have already paid for the properties already uh, paid the stamp duties, that sort of thing. So yeah, it's gone well. It's good. It's been a, an interesting few years and this year, no more than any. It's been very interesting. I'm very religious on scaling through automation and making sure that I don't run the operations of the business and I just constantly work on the business. And yeah. I've worked quite hard for the last 18 months to put that in place. Mm. So when we get to that top, we want to just be designing the business all the time and then having our 18 players just implement and, uh, and, and running the operations. I actually only work about an hour or two a week in my property business mm. now. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so, and that's a great position to be in, obviously, you know, and, and, and we still continue to grow every week. We continue to collect cash every week. And one of the great things about, I guess, the way I've built the business and, and had that religious automation sort of belief that, you know, I, I do not want to be sucked into it. So yeah. it didn't start like that. So I acquired 21 properties in seven months when I really started. And I, I was doing everything. I was the handyman. I was checking guests in. I was, you know, maintenance. I was finding the deals, meeting the agents, uh, everything. And then I, I basically bust my head open, stitches mm. in hospital, mm. burnt out. My wife's you, you, you can't do this, you know, you, you're going to you're going to kill yourself, blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. so I, I took three months to really think about it. The cash flow was great, but the lifestyle wasn't. So that's when I came across a book clockwork, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that just hit home to me. Mm -hmm. Like I need to, I need to get everyone in there. You know, zone of genius as Andrew kind of calls it. And, yeah. and, and that really resonated with me. And I, I spent three months doing that systemizing it and mm. I've never looked back from that now. 
Amazing. And when was that? Uh, that was several years ago now when it really took shape. So I've kind of always been bubbling away, but it's only really been, you know, the last three years or so where it's really scaled. And um, and then we continue to scale really aggressively. Now we've got more cash in the business and the ability to do so. Um, yeah. But back then it was just, you know, just going at it, like yeah. not even worrying about risks, just taking a, taking a chance, it. you know, yeah. Yeah, just, just yeah. taking action, you know, so. Yes, I love that. And that theme continues through today, which we're going to get to. But you shared with me, like, you know, a lot of people have a desire to, you know, grow their own businesses and scale them for freedom. And so you shared you're only working an hour or two in a week in that business. And where are you headed tomorrow? Yeah, so I'm going to Dubai for a few days on a, uh, a business trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there'll be uh, there'll definitely be some Coronas and uh, sitting on the beach top in the tanner. Mm-hmm. I haven't had uh, I haven't had much vitamin D this year in my body, seeing as though we couldn't travel anywhere. I only uh, I only travel I, I only work you know an hour or two in the property side of things. Now I've got a great team around me, and we continue to still scale. You know, it doesn't impact the business by not doing that. I'm just constantly designing the business, telling them you know, giving them ideas to then take ownership of and flourish. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm looking to export. Um, expand over there which was the plans kind of put on hold from a year so four day visit go and check out i used to live there so obviously i know where i'm going and what i'm doing mm-hmm. and i've already got the connections there so i'm, I'm really looking forward to that because it's been a while since i've been away and you know being in a good place right now yeah. i am accustomed to doing quite a few holidays a year so yeah. Yeah. having not been away at all this year it's been uh, quite a shock to the systems so absolutely. yeah but- that's exciting and the name of your coaching business and your free facebook group because i know we have at least some six-figure simplicity clients and i'm sure some other people in this group who are interested in expanding into real estate it's seven figure property empire. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. We link that up. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And it's free, plenty of training in there. We do loads of guest expert interviews, lives in there. I do quite often Q and A's, ask me anything, that sort of stuff. So there's loads of great stuff going on in there and the network's really building and it's really getting good engagement and, and network where everyone just comes <laughs> in and pitches their businesses and like leaves no value at all. Basically, if you do that in my group, you get kicked straight out. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a good network of people. I love it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. I'm excited to to chat a little bit about what you've been taking action on over the past week and a half because the mastermind, our, our mastermind brought me in to do a training that you took part in on how to get on podcasts. I'll let you take it from there. I can't thank you enough. I, I really do mean it. I know you came into our mastermind and did that and it was awesome. And I think everyone got huge value from it. But like anything, you've got to take action on what the information that you've been given. That is where I think the the top 5% thrive and the 95% don't because there's so much information out there now and everybody can find that information more than likely for free, but they still reluctant to take actions. I've got my own podcast. I know how hard it is to fill it up every week with guests, but I know that I need to get on more of other people's podcasts. You know, that for me at the timing was just absolutely perfect straight in. You know, it was late Friday night, I think it was here, you know, when most people would be sitting beers and, but I knew this, the importance of it. So very simple actions. I was expecting it to be a lot more complex Mm -hmm. and um, but, you know, very simple. Did the first 10 messages myself because I always like to do it myself before I then ask my team to do it. Then I just simply wrapped an SOP around it and told my marketing assistant what was required each week. We now measure it on a KPI and, uh, and she's away booking. I booked another two today. So I've actually booked from today's one. I have got, they're coming on my podcast. I'm going on their podcast. They're going to do a live in my group and I'm going to do a live in their yeah. group. 
So between now and the end of December, there's four things from one message, um, one phone call, 20 minutes, thrashed it out. And, you know, but I think that takes us to, if I take that as four, I think that takes us into double figures. Oh, and less than 25 messages. So your, your rate is super, super high. Your acceptance rate. Why is this something that you knew you wanted to do? I'm a big believer that if you add value to people, you'll get the reward. Yeah. Whereas I think most people in life chase the reward yeah. and they don't really want to add the value unless someone pays for it. I'm yeah. totally the other way around. So, mm-hmm. and that is part of my message that I've been sending to people is like, I'm not going to pitch my, sh- I'd like to add value yeah. to your, your network. And I, I th- I'm a firm believer if you add enough value out there in the universe, it pays you back. Mm-hmm. That's why I've got a YouTube channel. That's why I've got a podcast. That's why, you know, I've got a free Facebook group with loads of training in there. And that's why I invest my time in that for nothing. Mm-hmm. And not once do I like go, oh, come and join my group every week. Or, you know, or, or come and join my, uh, you know, mentorship or whatever. You know, when people are good and ready, they'll reach out to me and say, hey, how can I take this further with you? Or mm. I, I really like what you're doing. It's resonating with me. I'm struggling with this. You nailed it in that video. How can you help me more? You know, that's why I do it. And that's why I want to do it is yeah. to... Obviously, I want to build my network as big as I as big as I can, and I know the space in the UK for what I do is hundreds of thousands of people. I've only got a very small network based on that number at the minute, uh, but the idea is to just try and touch as many people as possible and hopefully help them out. Because what I like about the property game is I can't buy all the property in the world. Mm-hmm. I can't rent all the property in the world. I can't even do it in my own city, never mind the world. So mm-hmm. you can help other people get the lifestyle I've got. You know, working two hours a week, having a really nice family home, you know, being able to holiday whenever you want. And it's not going to disadvantage me. I'm not competing against anybody. So I'm not going to take anything away from me by helping somebody else. So I think I've always been a captain of a team when I was growing up. I was always the leader. I was always that type of person. So I think I've always been the type that kind of wants to put an arm around people and say, come on, let's let, let's achieve something. That's definitely in my DNA. And, and I guess that's filtered through into my coaching as well. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. That like impact first, right? Here to make a difference and like bring rising tide, raising all ships. That's really awesome. What do you expect is going to happen from all of these podcast interviews? Like what's your goal here? Other than helping people, obviously, teaching them with your method. My goal is probably to just, I'm I'm a big believer. I can't remember who said it. It might have been Grant Cardone, but uh, money follows attention. Mm -hmm. So if you get yourself enough attention, you'll get yourself enough money. And I've been a firm believer of that for many years now. Good attention, bad attention. Obviously, you want less bad attention than good attention. (laughs) But if you can get yourself attention, then it will naturally lead to revenue. And and ultimately, that's what we do as entrepreneurs is drive as much revenue in the business as possible. I guess that's the goal. But if I can help a lot of people along the way, then that's, that's my main goal is helping people. In the position I'm in right now, like it's not all about the money anymore. Yep. You know, I think I get huge satisfaction from helping people. I need to fill my time in at times. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> it can get quite boring rattling around the house, you know, when, when everyone else is starting about. At times, I just like to help people. And, and that's kind of the main, the main goal and the main focus of that. Yep. I love that. And so the, the takeaway for all of you here, right, you're working toward a six-figure business or a multiple six-figure business. Like Ryan shared how in the beginning, he did it all. He just took massive action. And like he's outsourced and delegated in his business in a super smart way. 
to the point where now he has time to experiment with new things, but he's still taking action. He's still taking fast, decisive action. And like you said, I really think that's the biggest distinguisher between people who are successful in entrepreneurship and people who aren't. Do you think that's true? Oh, 100%. I say it all the time to, you know, any clients that come, like I go through my program, I tell them, you know, how, how everything about it. And I'm like, but at the end of it, I'm like, but I ain't going to come and do it for you. Right. I'll drag you along. I'll hold you accountable. But there's only so much of that I'll do. You know, I, I, I've got energy as well. And I'm not going to have you sap my energy. There's no point in me jumping on an SOS call for 20 minutes to try and help you out if you're then not going to do anything with that yeah. clarity or that, that information I'm going to give you. So, you know, there's got to be that. I actually knock people back now. Like mm-hmm. my setters might be like, oh, I've got this guy, blah, blah. And I'll look at the conversation. Like, I don't want to work with them. Like they'll just be a nightmare client. They'll drain my energy. They, they'll, they'll, they'll not commit. They won't get the results just based on the answers of the questions. Or sometimes right. I'll get on calls and I'll be like, I honestly just don't think we're a good fit. And mm-hmm. they'll be like, what do you mean we're not a good fit? But I'm ready to go. I'll pay you. And I'm like, I just don't think we're a good fit. You know, I, I don't think you're going to do the work. I don't right. think you're going to get the results. But that's the feeling I get. And when yeah. I get that feeling, I'd yeah. rather just, you know, not. But then the, the people that I do take on and are a good fit, they get like great results. Yeah. And, you know, and they they want to continue working with me. And, and I love that. And, you know, one of them sent me a card the other day. I put it over my profile. It was like a custom made card. She picked mm. loads of bits out from stuff, my face on it. Uh-huh. And like, it was from her <laughs> and her husband. And like that means more than any of the money. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, just a, a simple probably three pound card, you know, that mm-hmm. she spent time making. And, um, you know, that blew me away. I'm not a very emotional person, but that that did blow me away. Mm, I love that. I love that. So you can be a seven-figure business owner and be in it for more than the money. That's what I'm hearing you say. Like you can be in it for all the right reasons and still make a ton of money. I think it's all about the money in the beginning mm-hmm. because normally you're coming from a point where you're in a nine or five or you're in a place where you don't really want to be and you, yep. you don't want to especially be there for the next 20, 30, 40 years. But then I think you always think you need like millions and millions and millions. But then I think there's a certain threshold where it's like, there's only so much you can spend a month, you know, there's only, right. then it, it really like now for me, I'm more about my time, like protecting my time. I don't really blow up on my staff that often, but if one of them comes to me and it's in an SOP document, the information, I will hit the roof. I'm like, why are you wasting my time? Like I spent the time putting Loom videos together and an SOP document together so that you don't have to ask me this. You know how we operate. Why are you ringing me? And I'll just put the phone down. So I spend a lot of time protecting my time now. Mm -hmm. And my time is more important than probably the money. Mm -hmm. I think as it, as you grow, it switches, you know? Yep. At the beginning, yeah. you're like, you're not bothered about your time. You, you're like, you're grinding, you're, you're, you're beavering, yeah. you know, you're doing everything 16, 17 hour days and seven days a week. And you know, I get up at five o'clock every morning, still, still do to this day. I work five till half seven. That's me done. And then what do you do with the rest of the day? Play tennis, go to the gym, have coffee, <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> work on the business. No, no. I work on the business. Yeah. But that's my choice to do it or not, you know, so yeah. the business will still move forward. I just try and make it a better business, make it more efficient, make sure you've got the staff in the right place. I have team meetings with the right people. Yeah. Uh, we analyze the KPIs and then I will have my coaching calls, which I tend to do on evenings because that works mm-hmm. better for my client base. Mm-hmm. So I have a couple of them a week and and then, you know, just enjoy the day, enjoy life and that's what we're here for, right? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Ryan. Anything else that you feel like 
is important for our audience of like high achievers who who want to be sitting in your shoes? I think you just got to take action. It's like too many people always, especially in property, always think about what if it goes wrong? Yep. I've always been, what if it goes right? Yes. And I think there's too many people, like the best thing I ever did about four years ago was decide to remove every single news channel from my phone and never, ever, ever put the news on in my house. Mm-hmm. I have not watched the news. I didn't even know Boris Johnson was prime minister in the UK when he was announced. <laughs> it was like two weeks later, my wife was like, oh, Boris this. I was like, who's Boris? She's like, Boris Johnson, prime minister. I was like, all oh, right, when did that happen? It's like two yeah. weeks ago. Right. You yeah. know, so, but that has been the best decision because all that does is just like fuel you with negativity. Yep. Why you shouldn't do this? Brexit's going to wipe 30% off the housing market, you know, mm-hmm. all this rubbish. And then they never get it right or anywhere near right, but people buy into it and yep. it, like, it stops them from taking action. Yep. You know, for me, I'm like, if you decide to do something, just do it now, then mm-hmm. that, that minute, don't put it off. Don't put it on a to-do list. Just do it. You know, mm. unless it's physically impossible to do at that stage, then I'll put it in a sauna as a task for that day. Mm. And I make sure it's done. And I never go to bed until all my tasks are done. Okay. So whereas people do to-do lists, they'll never put a time frame on it. And the to-do yep. gets moved back and back yep. and back. And eventually it gets crossed off the list and they never do it. Yep. And this, everybody, is how you book multiple podcasts in very, very little time and have more impact in the world, grow your audience, grow your network, and ultimately grow your income as well for free, right? It's a very simple strategy that if you have someone who can help you, you can do it yourself. If you have someone who can help you, you can train them how to do it. Yeah, I mean, even if I didn't have a team around me, what I come back to the time saving, there's plenty of pockets of time where you might be waiting for a bus or in a coffee shop queue. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I don't want to say it in the States, but in the UK, we now queue everywhere because yeah. of this COVID stuff. So, yeah. you know, you could be booking calls whilst on there, scrolling Instagram accounts, you know, sending the right messages to the right people, however, whatever your strategy is, you can be filling pockets of time in by doing that. As I've said, we've 25 messages. 10 interviews, no problem at all, you know, and, and I know that, that that rate will continue. It just depends, you know, how much do you want it, mm. you know, and your, your, your masterclass, you know, anybody that is watching this or listening to this, um, if you don't go and get involved in it right now and that's what you want to achieve, then more the fool you because, you know, it is super impactful and it has already changed that dynamic of my business. And I know what the long-term impact of that will be as well. So I can't thank you enough. Thank you, Ryan, so much for being here. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. Would you love to be able to attract your dream clients by being a top 1% podcast guest? If so, I want to give you your own personal blueprint that will help you do exactly that. In fact, it is the same blueprint that my clients and I have used to generate over $1 million as podcast guests. And you can grab it right now without even having to opt in at podcastguestforprofit.com. That's podcastguestforprofit.com. You'll be able to watch a free interview of me breaking down the blueprint and get started with attracting your dream clients via podcast guesting today. I'll see you at podcastguestforprofit.com. Here's to living your life with passion.